little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and Carmen Kirk Check them out as they go to work c c congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a cannibal bass and blast, blast, blast And I hope you like this show. Wow. Wow, yeah. Ooh, Carmen, welcome back to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Better be careful. Why? Your water and everything flip off. No, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I'm not used to st- sitting on the this side, and whenever I put this uh, table together um, in our uh, new apartment, and I knew it was gonna, yeah, you gotta opposite ways use right there, okay, <laughs> and uh, um, it was only gonna supposed to be here just this one time, uh-huh. the last time, right? Uh-huh. Uh But we've been uh, slow to the unpack. We both work now. Yeah, we kind of slacking on the getting a room unpacked. Uh huh. We've got a spare room, but it's all, it don't look so, well, it looks like a spare room. Yeah, it's just uh, boxes and stuff. Boxes and stuff. DVDs. <laughs> Why? Why do you want to talk about my DVDs so much? It's just funny. You don't like that I have them? I don't mind. I don't care. Uh, you got no. You you care. You say what are you doing DVDs for? Everything's on the internet now. Well, you got like three, four hundred DVDs and nowhere to, and think, you don't watch them. I don't think I have that many. You got three boxes, three or four hundred, two boxes. Well, two bins, big giant bins, and then one little tiny box, like a shoebox. Right. So that's a lot. See, the shoebox is the stuff that uh, is readily available to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the hits, you know the classics. Man, it's nice to not have to deal with DVDs anymore. Yeah, Ugh, wiping them off. Sometimes they don't play. They skipping because they get a little scratch. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. Yeah, the skip. The skip is the worst part of it. But uh-huh. you, I I miss the special features of DVDs. I miss the commentaries, the audio commentaries. That's audio commentaries are some of the most fun. You think so? Oh yeah, there's a uh, and Bubba Hotep, um, this movie about uh, uh, Elvis in a nursing home and he fights a mummy. Uh-huh. Like the guy that plays him, uh, Bruce Campbell, he plays he does a audio commentary as Elvis watching the movie. Uh-huh. You know, like he's been in hiding this whole time. Uh-huh. Really great. And then like the early like Judd <coughs> Judd Apatow movies. Like it's just kind of like a hangout sesh where they're all talking about it. Ooh, and one of the best like series like commentaries is Robin Big watching Robin Big. <sighs> oh my god! And it, they they talk about the whole series. They talk about the whole thing. They're just sitting in a room. Them Jeff Tremaine. They're just sitting there talking about filming Robin Robin Big. Yeah, I, you you super old school when it comes to the movies and the films and all that stuff. Um, I am more like the kids of this generation when it comes to attention span being so short. Mm-hmm. 
It's like everything going like they got them shorts on YouTube yeah. where it's just a couple of seconds long and then you go to the next one, go to the next one. So, Well, there was a time whenever I lived, well, there was a, a mini span of years where I didn't have internet readily available. Right. From the moment I moved out of my parents' house to the, you know, for, for a long time until, until you and I moved in together. Yeah, there and I told no real, you, like, I'm wifi. like, and Kirk, so, we can't live without no Wi-Fi. I can't live like that. I know when I I first moved out, like Netflix, they would still like mail things to your house. I don't uh-huh. know if they still do. I think they still do. But um, the streaming was just kind of just getting started a little bit. Uh-huh. And uh, so you would get like, I, ha- I had the three package. You'd get three DVDs at a time. Uh-huh. And you would watch the movie. And then like it, you would go do something, listen to the commentary, maybe rewatch the movie, send it in. You know, and maybe the next one would come the next day, you know, and that was your entertainment. Yeah. You know what I think is crazy right now? I don't know how it's still so many red boxes up. What are people doing? And I, sometimes I see people getting DVDs out of them. I'm like, they wouldn't be there if people didn't, Carmen. Obviously. What is, who are these people getting these DVDs? The people that watch DVDs. The people like you. That's, your, that's where you can meet your friends, uh-huh. right at the red yeah, box. Yeah, just hang out at the red box, wait for Steve <laughs> to show up. Yeah. Uh, well, it's still cheaper than <laughs> renting on streaming, I think, because uh, a night a night rate is like a dollar, two dollars or well, something. Well, I mean, right you now. can still put it into the game systems and stuff, most right. of them, right? Yeah, people still have DVD players. Oh, I'm now. sorry. I just ain't, I ain't used to DVD in so long. Uh-huh. It's just, I mean, I will watch Party Monster, but I can find that online. Uh-huh. You know, I go through, I find all my shows online. Right. Uh most TV shows and movies, it's just a click away on Google. On Google, mm-hmm. just click a couple buttons and then you get the show. Yeah, and you might get a virus on your phone, but Maybe. you get the show. Yeah, you get all the viruses. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that back room is. Uh, it's gonna. I did a box or two a few days ago, mm-hmm. so it's just going in there and doing one box at a time. One um, box at a time. Yeah, I feel like this apartment, we got more space and more storage space, and we kind of don't know what to do with it. It's kind of... Like, I even feel like we're... I'm not even cleaning. I'm like, it's too much to clean at this point. Too much to clean? Yeah. I feel like it's just... We just moved in. I know. Give it a month before you start to clean. (laughs) We don't even have a vacuum yet. I know, that's true. And that's... uh, And we don't got a Swiffer for the floors either. uh Uh-huh. Uh... I, I, I'm debating Like I'm looking at the vacuum I, I'm doing my my shopping I'm looking at the vacuums At the Every store I go to The Targets The uh, The Walmarts The Home Depots We could go to Dollar General And probably get one for 15 bucks No I couldn't even get a plunger At the Dollar General, Carmen No? No, I tried They which didn't one, have one. Which one you go Did you go to the one close to us? Yeah <sighs> They didn't even have a plunger? They didn't even have a plunger All they had were sink plungers and have toilet plungers. Yeah, that sucks. And they only had brushes mm-hmm. because uh, we got a pretty uh, low uh, low flow toilet. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes there's uh, uh, leftovers. Oh my God! Don't say that. <laughs> you might. <laughs> don't you, put that out there. You might have to uh, brush off a little bit. No, you don't. You <laughs> just flush the toilet again, and then it it just. Does it? I don't know. See, I think this is uh, one of the differences between the boys and the girls. Is I actually look at the toilet typically when I use it. 
Yeah. Where you don't actually look at the toilet. Yeah. Right. So I see what's down there. But you want to know what the other difference between boys and girls is? What is? Typically, the girls are cleaning the toilets. So what the fuck you care? You got to look at it anyway. That's not Most of the time. No. Unless you a house dad. Yeah. You don't give me the credit for the toilet cleaning that I do. (laughs) Boy, bye. It's true. (laughs) I'm just saying. You boys don't get in there. Like most of my friends that are women, they're like, oh my God, the bathroom is always a thing that all the girls talk about. Mm -hmm. Like the bathroom. Like he don't get in there and he don't do it. Like, no. I've been in a girl's, a women's room before, and it is not always the most pleasant. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. That so some maybe dirty as girls gross as some of those women's rooms are, maybe the women should be cleaning the toilet. All right, I'm not the one making the women's room gross, and I don't think my friends are either. Uh-huh. But yeah, I told you we, we were uh, when we were on our way up here or down here. Sorry, over over here. What what the fuck ever? We here <laughs> on our way here. We stopped at this uh, Burger King, and the bathroom was so bad. I ain't never smelled a girl's Oh, at the gas station. Yeah, it was a gas station, Burger King. And um, from all of, from everything you could see, the whole place was struggling. Mm -hmm. The whole place was a struggle bus. Mm -hmm. They didn't have. I went to the other side to go get some coffee. And uh, there was one woman, she was counting her register. And then there were 20 people in line with this other woman, like, doing her register. Yeah. Like just checking people out. And she probably slowly counting. Like, and she's just she like, get a bunch of those before yeah. I finish. Yeah. She's just, they're counting money. I think it was the end of her shift. But everybody's mm-hmm. like, everybody's like, what's she doing over there? Why is she just counting money? Like, mm-hmm. Go in the back, girl. Get rid of it. You know, get rid of this line you got. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, but I mean, it's definitely like, I mean, obviously you noticed, uh, stuff before the pandemic i mean people have always been people but it's definitely very noticeable uh the lack of accountability and work ethic and things Mm -hmm. you see now just going simple places like the store and it's like uh like where we go to kroger to use the money services we're talking about Mm -hmm. we don't got no nobody no money services like i don't think anybody's over there i ain't got nobody it's like jesus christ last time i went to the kroger i was like I'm looking at everything uh, on the shelf and it's, you know, everything's like $10 less with a card, you know, $5 less with a card. I'm like, I got to get my hands on one of them Kroger cards. Mm-hmm. But I use the uh, uh, self-checkout. Yeah, how you going to sign? Yeah, because it's only one person doing a regular checkout uh-huh. and it's a bunch of people with big baskets in line. So and, what you going to do, wait for an hour to get that card? Uh-huh. And uh, so I look over at the cash services where we tried to get the uh, the money ordered for our first uh, payment of the, the rent here. And uh, there was a guy there and he was talking to the a, a, a girl that was working the thing. And I was like, oh, that's my chance. I'm going to get go to the services, you know, and get that uh, Kroger card, that Kroger card. So he's over there and then she takes care of him. He leaves. And then, like, I'm, like, standing, like, right next to the guy. The line's not a line back. The line's sideways. Right. So I'm I'm standing, and then she goes into the back, into, the, like, this back room. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, okay, maybe she got something to do over there. You know, it's fine. And she never come back? 
And then this other guy, the guy that told us we don't have anybody, he's like, we were like, is the money services? And he's like, I don't, probably not. We don't have anybody. He comes up to me and he says, which way did she go? Did she go into that door or this door? I said, she went into that door. And then he goes into that door. And then I'm just standing there, you know, and and then he comes out and then he walks out from the behind the counter and then back to his register where he was going. I'm still there. And he doesn't look at me at the time that he comes out. So then I leave. No Kroger card. It's so stupid. It's <laughs> like, I mean, realistically, you could probably get one online and they'll send it to you. Uh-huh. But I mean, if you do it in the store, you get it right away. Which that's what most people do. Right. But is I know whenever we were younger, we just had to because you gotta like give them your phone number and your address. Yeah, and they or they would just you. give you the card, and then you'd have a card. Yeah, they scan it for to, you to give it to you. You don't have to enter your info or anything. You just have to keep the card. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think it's still pretty simple. It's just they ain't got the people to do nothing. Like it's kind of ridiculous. Like even. But she was right there, Carmen. Yeah. I know, lazy, <laughs> lazy. I mean, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Work ethic, that too. We go to Taco Bell. You asked a girl at Taco Bell for fire sauce. Didn't put any fire sauce in the back. All mild sauce. So before we pulled off, I said hello. Like we didn't get fire. You said, hey, can I have some fire sauce? She gives you a handful of hot and mild, and then she didn't even look at it. She just grabbed a handful of sauces <laughs> and threw it in the bag. Yeah. If and that's the thing with me and you. Because you were there and you you get uh-huh. all like flustered about that situation. I'm not flustered. No. I just don't really care. Okay, but you get all freaked it's, out about it's it. It's not being freaked out. I just don't care. It's not but that big of a deal. There's worse things to worry about than if she gave me hot sauce rather than fire sauce. But you wanted the fire, didn't you? Yeah, I wanted the fire sauce. But in the okay. end, do I really care? Not really. See, if I was with my mom or my sister, we wouldn't have left that place till we got our fire sauce because you that's what we ordered. Drama queens, you gotta have no. It's it's simple stuff. I asked for this. Uh-huh. I'm paying for it. Right. Give me what I asked for. Right. I did not tell you a second time, and then I would have said, "Hey, this isn't fire sauce. Are you out?" <laughs> I just don't see. Can it as you that, spell? I just literally don't see it as that big of a. Because at that point, I feel disrespected. So I mm-hmm. need to know our. Can you spell? Right. Is that the issue? Or are you struggling with spelling? Or, I mean, are you just lazy? Or, like, what's the problem? Right. Jesus Christ. But I'm going to come in and get my own. we've just said, there's not a lot of people working. So probably a little overworked. Yeah, and a a girl, the people working suck. Yeah. All you got to do is pick the right sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I just don't feel like. I'm not going to get my day ruined because I didn't get the the free sauce correctly that I wanted. No, I'm pretty sure her day be a little more ruined than yours. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know. It's just it's just in general. It's Oh, my God. You see it all across the board everywhere you go, whether it's a store, a restaurant, everything. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But we did find a, a nice Coney Island here for breakfast that I was well, pretty excited about. It's a diner. About. It's a diner, but... In Detroit, Olympic Coney Islands are popular, and it's pretty similar to that. Okay. So, I was uh, happy that I could find something that um that feels like mm-hmm. home. The food it I was Labor Day. Home. We had it's probably like the last time we're gonna have like a day off or a morning together, like to do something like that. No, we'll have weekend mornings off. Weekend, but it was a weekday. Yeah, yeah, weekdays, weekday mornings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were able to do that, and that was nice. 
Yeah, we went to um, Olympic Diner. It was great. Right. You got chili cheese fries. Uh-huh. Chili cheese fries and uh And a Reuben, uh, but no sauce on uh, the sandwich. See, that? no sauce on the sandwich, sauerkraut on the side. That's why you're, you're difficult, Carl. I'm not difficult. Let me get a Reuben, you know, sauce on the side, sour, sauerkraut on the side, and pickles, please. Yeah, I'm, uh. <laughs> see, I like I was telling you in Detroit we have corned beef houses, so you get to go and get those nice corned beefs. Mm-hmm. And be huge corned beefs. You get these nice corned beefs, perfect corned beef slices, everything, right. and it comes with mustard, Swiss, and a pickle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was aiming for, right. but they didn't have that, so I tried to recreate it on the menu. But then they didn't have onion rolls, so mm-hmm. then I just had to give up and put stuff on the side. Right. Okay, sometimes I am difficult, mm-hmm. but I was impressed that they were, they had basic, it was regular food just done correctly. Right. It's like if the steak medium, cook the steak medium. Right. If the eggs over easy, cook them over easy. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Right. And I shouldn't have been impressed by people doing a basic job, mm-hmm. but I was because nobody's been doing it correctly right. the last couple of years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That kind of sucks. Because you ordered steak and eggs at uh, Bob Evans mm-hmm. previously, and she asked you how you wanted it. Right. And it was a sirloin that mm-hmm. it was supposed to be, but uh, I don't worse, know. Worse, I don't know what kind of what kind of meat that was. I was like, I don't Bob know Evans either. It's gray. It. It's gray all the <laughs> way through. It was gray all the way through. It looked like just like a like a spare piece. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, all right, like Bob that. Evans. So this is the last time. <laughs> but then he wanted to go there again. Well, when I when we first went there, the the lady looks at me and she's like, "Our fried chicken is great. We hand really bread good. it two times." I'm two like, times. "Oh, thanks." And it's made the order. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thanks for describing how great your fried chicken is to me, girl. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't want the fried chicken. Right. But thanks. <laughs> well, you did ask if you know we could have dinner, dinner or lunch, lunch. Do we have to order breakfast? And she said, right. no, the whole whole menu. Therefore. Well, sometimes I'll go to a restaurant, and if they, um, I mean, breakfast is the same. It's eggs, it's uh-huh. potatoes, it's bread. It's yeah. the same everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if they got a lunch menu, I like to get something different sometimes. Right. Instead of getting eggs. I like eggs, but mm-hmm. you can have eggs anytime. Yeah. I can make eggs at home easily. Right. So, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I am a little difficult. You are. But I'm just expecting people to just be, to do what they have to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, eventually the podcast will, will have a different setting mm-hmm. once we get that uh, spare room together. Right. It's probably going to be a while. I don't think it'll be a while. Maybe <laughs> next time. We're going so slow, though, I feel like. We're not yeah. moving fast. Yeah. We're both working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both working. I'm actually kind of pulling double duty. Been trying to be Carmen's little uh, chauffeur man. Mm-hmm. Trying to get you to and from your jobs. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Do I do a good job? Um, Yeah, it's been super helpful. Like I said, my first, uh, I got to get a car down here as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Because even, I got to get my license first, then get a car. Mm-hmm. Even getting my license first. I'm not driving our car. Right. It's too large. I can't. You get used to it. 
No, you'd be so upset. I'm like, I put this work into this car and it's dings everywhere. Sorry. You don't want to share a car with me. I'll that tell you that thing, much. It's not going to ding. You'll just rip the bumper off. So it's <laughs> plastic in there. And uh, the the funny thing is about like all the, uh, so we've got a Grand Marquis. Um, all of like the Grand Marquis that I see, they all have like rubs on the corners of them. Because uh-huh. they are just too big. Mm-hmm. They're too big of a car. Like yeah. they got rubs all over the the four corners of it. Mm-hmm. I find it hilarious. But yeah, but I mean, you, I'm happy that I didn't put any of those rubs on ours. You haven't seen me in action driving a car. Yeah. I don't think you actually understand what the situation is because uh-huh. you haven't actually seen it yet. Um, you don't want to share a car with me. Mm-hmm. That's not something you want. Like I'm just telling you, and they say that. Like we talk about girls and guys bathrooms, girls' cars are typically a little dirty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I, I I know just the trash that you leave in in what we have right now. I got a hoodie in there. I got water <laughs> bottles in there. Uh, I don't drink smart water. I I use a stainless steel water bottle and I fill it up. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah I got, you're trash. Oh my god! Even on the way driving up, I have so many water bottles and so many things. Yeah, you got to be comfortable. That's what like, I'm right. No, you fill up your water and then you get rid of it. I need to have ice water. It got to be cold every <laughs> but time. But you don't though. So typically, if I get a water bottle and then by the time it's not cold, I don't want that one. Okay, but my water bottles are insulated, so they stay cooler. They're longer. still not as cold as I want. They're pretty cold. How would you know if you didn't try? Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. So, uh one of the highlights of this area, we found a uh like a Mexican grocery store market. Mhm. And they got tons of stuff. They do. They got a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. I don't want to get too crazy cuz I already know some things I may not like and uh-huh. I'm just uh cuz I eat with my eyes. Right. So I'll see something that look cool but it's a different culture, and it might not be what you think it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It might, be it a might have a little, little extra, uh, or something. extra something in there that you're like, oh, that kind of takes it out. I know the uh, the first time I, when I was a little kid, I used to like sodas, fancy sodas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a Horitos the first time, mm-hmm. and the the flavor just wasn't wasn't what I was used to. Mm-hmm. And but then I grew up a little bit, and then I had it again later. And it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so something changed. Maybe like I, I, the flavors that I had like changed where I made it made to me more. Uh, no, you acceptable. Changed. Yeah, that's what that's I'm how, saying. Yeah, you changed. Right. Your taste buds changed. Right. The something happened where I, the those flavors became more acceptable to me, and I I liked them a little more. Yeah. But, well, they they say that the younger you are, the more taste buds you have. So as right. you get older, they wear off, and then things are. It might have been, yeah. Yeah. It might have been too strong for you or, or just a shock. And mm-hmm. you was like, oh, what is this? But this uh, this market, it's got uh, certain ways to do things. Like, they've got this, like, big giant baked bread section with, like, cookies and bread. Uh, and I went there in the morning because I was at the orientation uh-huh. and they were just filling it. Yeah. It was awful. I know it's all full. They fill everything up. It's all hot and it's warm. It's like twelve full cases. Cases, gigantic cases. It filled this whole apartment with all the bread that they put out there. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I took you there the first time or the second time, and you actually saw that that bakery section was there, mm-hmm. it was all empty. 
Right. And yeah, it was a few things there. But they they do it weird where they have like they have like places where you can like you you take like the wax paper and you you should get a bag and you put it in the bag. But they don't do it like that. What they do is you right. go to the stand and you grab like a lunch tray. Yeah. And then uh, some tongs. And then you go through and you pick your stuff and put it onto the lunch tray. And then you take it over to the girl. And then she writes down how much of what you have on the bag. Hands you the bag, you take it to the cashier. And then she types in all the stuff that's in the bag on the bag. Right. Right. So you have a whole different system. And then you put the tongs back and then she cleans the thing and she puts the the tray back. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I went there three times. Before you even, before I even showed it to you, I went there three times. Jeez. Trying to figure out how to do this bread. One day I got there too early, there was nothing in the bread. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they were open yet, but I was walking around. Nobody said anything to me. They were probably just opening, but the bread wasn't out yet. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and then I went again, and then I still didn't see anything. But then whenever we went and all the bread was gone, I was like, oh, I've seen how the people do it. So then we went another time, and then there was actually some product in there that I, I could sample. Oh, the cookie was great. Yeah, cream horn was great. So you gotta go around uh, nine o'clock, nine ten o'clock. Uh-huh. That's when all the shit is in there. That's when they're putting all the stuff out. They put it out early. Right. It's closer to about nine thirty, ten o'clock when mm-hmm. I went, and he was stocking everything. And I was like, oh my god, there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those people come up there, man. This right. is their spot. This their this their. So the parking lot's always packed. Yeah, they go in there and they can buy up all those breads. I mean, you get it cheap and it's it feeds a large family. Right. You get a bunch of bread, bread fills you up. So bread, rice, and beans for dinner, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Everybody go to sleep full. Right. So, it's, yeah, it's an easy thing. Feeds Especially with inflation being what it is right now, it's probably a perfect spot to feed a large family. Right. So that's pretty cool. It's nice. And yeah, as, you know, comforts. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have, like, a hot side yeah. Or you can get stuff. We had a shrimp quesadilla. I ordered the shrimp quesadilla. I never heard of Carmen ever ordering a shrimp quesadilla. You lying. And then after I ordered the shrimp quesadilla, what did you order? Shrimp quesadilla. A shrimp quesadilla. Why do you order the same thing as me? Why you don't want me to? <laughs> I just think it's weird. <laughs> Kirk does this thing where he <laughs> orders the best thing off the menu, and then I order the like special. You we first don't know got it's together. the best thing. It's the first time either one of us have been there. But I know it looked like the best thing. <laughs> we didn't see it. They don't have the quesadillas sitting out there. I used to order the same thing as you all the time, and you'd be like, "Well, you ordering what I'm ordering?" And then you would tell me that you're ordering something else, uh-huh, and then order something, something else. else so that I wouldn't order the same thing as you. Right. That's that only child shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a, that's fucking crazy. Well, wouldn't you like to have something different than me? No, I wanted to order the same thing, and then you're going <laughs> to tell me something else and order something else. Uh-huh. Sometimes I don't make the best choices. Right. I don't. I, what, do you think you have? What? When, when is some a time that you've ordered something, and you were just like, that was the perfect thing to order? Not many times. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because I have a higher expectation than what the people can provide. Uh-huh. So I expect, like, for example, um, where did we go? We went somewhere. I can't remember where we went. But I ordered something, and you was like, it's a wing place. Like, Why wouldn't you? Why would you order that? Mm-hmm. That's not going to be good. Like You ordered, like, a pasta or something. At the wing place, and yeah. then you wonder why it's not good. Right. But I just expect that if you're selling a pasta that is 
supposed to taste good why are you selling bad right. shit you yeah. know what i mean but you are right yeah yeah can't give know, people you that know where you're at right you gotta right. know where you're at yeah and that's my fault for doing that mm-hmm. but like uh we went to uh this place in bar harbor mm-hmm. when we were in maine and I ordered a pasta mm-hmm. at a place on the water. They should have been able to do seafood pasta properly, and it mm-hmm. still was wrong. So I don't know where I went. What did yeah, I do that, there? That was pretty gross. Yeah, but the thing was, when we walked in and the server's shirts were dirty and had mm-hmm. holes in it, <laughs> yeah. you should have known that you only should be ordering fries. Right. Chicken tenders or something. Yeah. They probably, if they can't put on a clean shirt here, yeah, they probably can't make start, a nice we were pasta. The, we were the second and third person into the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And the owner was the first. Yeah. <laughs> and I try to be uh, respectful about that because I work in restaurants and mm-hmm. not come in as soon as people open because people don't like when you come in as soon as they open. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you are in a tourist area, that's pretty much just how it is, though. It's expected, right, because yeah. you're already walking around, but right. it's still ir- – I mean, the people in the kitchen still get annoyed when you come in and that first ticket coming in, like, damn, mm-hmm. you just sitting here waiting? Like, people still get annoyed whether you should or not. Right. So – Right, and that's why we didn't make it to your friend's restaurant. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you didn't want to get there right when it opened, and then by the time uh, you had a friend that was like going to be like what is a, a sous chef at the place or something. Yeah. And I was like, you said the opening's at this time, and you got us all amped up for like a week. You know, I was like, are we going to this thing or not? And you're like, I don't know. Said, yeah, we're gonna go. So then, whenever it was time to go, I was like, okay, come on, let's go. You're like they just opened, we can't go right now. And then, so you make us wait an hour and a half, and then by the time we get there, they're not seating people for two, three hours. They're like, we're yeah. not even gonna seat anybody for two, three hours. Yeah, but that was the host that fucked them over. Uh huh. Because the it was host, also the first day. It's the first day, but the host is supposed to control the flow. Mm-hmm. And she literally opened the doors and set every table at the same time. Because it must have been a line outside the door for it to be, right. be like that. And she opened up the door and she set every single seat in a restaurant all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which means you automatically overwhelm the kitchen. Right. And now you're automatically on a hold. You're supposed to start off and space it out. Let a few tables in. But don't you think that the person running the place would have been like, okay, it's our first day. Don't just flood us. Right. As soon as you see the problem. Like the whole scenario is bad. Yeah, but but you can't like... you. This is a host problem. It's been a host problem. It's difficult to deal with. I did hosting for my internship. I... They was yelling at me too mm-hmm. and i'm not trying to do it but these people are like i want this seat right now. right now and it's fucking ridiculous and they start yelling at you and then mm-hmm. like people like normally the hosts are nice little white girls that's like doing the, the hosting and these people come in and cuss them out and they get their way mm-hmm. and that's just typically how it is and i don't know it's, it sucks but that was the host that screwed them over that day I don't know I would think that it was a whole different thing The whole business I would think that if it's your first time You knew there was going to be a rush And like I I was the guy that ran the thing I'd be like okay Do about five people Do about five people Do about five people That's what should have been said I don't think they had a meeting before Right They just threw that girl out there So that's not her fault That's improper training Yeah that's true That's a big part of things too That's a big part of turnover being what it is Is improper training Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, you've uh, made a pretty nice friend here. 
No. Uh, meets you at the door when you <laughs> hangs out at the door for you. Oh my God, Kirk! I can't deal with it. Uh huh. Why not? We have so I knew um, whenever we go to a different state, there's different bugs and animals that uh-huh. you have to deal with. But considering I'm from Detroit and we're a few hours away from Detroit, I assumed that the animals and bugs were pretty similar. Because why wouldn't they be? We're a few hours apart. No, it's different shit here. It's geese everywhere, shitting everywhere. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a frog by our door, and he's out of control. Why is he out of control? He's just he did, living his life, girl. Oh, my God. What was it, uh, last week? Um, I opened the door to go out and smoke, uh-huh. and a frog is sitting right on our door, mm-hmm. right on up against our door. step at the bottom of the door, yeah. And so I close the door real quick, and I'm like, Kirk, you got to come get it. Mm-hmm. And Kirk's like, be a grown woman, Carmen, and deal with the frog. I'm like, that's yourself. what you're here for. What yeah. the fuck? I'm going to do it. The frog's not going to hurt you. I don't care. What you want me to do? You step over it. No, I'm going to smash him. <laughs> you don't smash the frog. I, I'm not touch. I'm not stepping over no frog, and he jump the on me. The frog's not doing nothing to you. Kirk, th- I need it to be out the way. <laughs> I don't want it on the doorstep or uh-huh. next to me or... And he ain't got no shame in his game. Like, he just hangs out. and He doesn't scare off. He no. doesn't jump around. He's just like, you in my area. Yeah, this is my home. Yeah. He- yeah. <laughs> and I like to say, uh, I just point at the ground and you give a little jump. It's fun. So you grabbed the hanger and got him off the door, right? Right. Yeah. And then, I just I, kinda and then the next day, I had to, he did it again. Did he? And you wasn't here. Uh-huh. So I had to get him. Yeah. I was like, I like tap it on the floor to get him to hop away. And then I just take the hanger and I just slapped his ass onto <laughs> no, the fucking moat. No, and he flipped over and everything. Oh, that, I didn't know. I feel so that. nasty touching that thing. Why did it's you slap him? It's a little chunky him? little frog. Why did you slap him? Because I need him to get out of here. Nah, you just got to give him a little. Oh, I had to do it fast and get out of there. I didn't know what he was going to do. Mm. I don't know what That's to That's why expect. he hasn't been around? I don't know. I slapped his ass real hard. I uh, knocked him across the damn thing. It's like, horrible. No, it's not. I can't believe you. He's just an innocent frog. Kirk, he's just hanging out. Yeah, I know. He's just hanging out. I told you. I'm like, how the cats ain't got him yet? Nah. You would think the cats would... would and then Be I told you. Then what did it. I tell you? Cats kill things to just kill it. Well, if if the cats killed all the frogs, there wouldn't be any frogs. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Right, the frogs got to. Some frogs got to live. I know, but you would just. Assume, I would just assume that a cat being in this, you know, complex because it's a few cats in the complex. Mm-hmm. I would just think that a frog moving around a cat would want to like mess with it. There's but, a cat that is always sleeping behind the building, mm-hmm. and. uh and whenever you walk past, it looks an a- angry cat. It's mm-hmm. only looking at you. Like whenever we first, when we first drove up, and he eat because he a nice sized cat, a big cat. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just, but he just looks at you like you, you're disturbing him. Mm-hmm. What do you think those cats do with the raccoons? We have raccoons here too. Well, we live at the Raccoon Creek, so yeah. <laughs> Why do you think they call it that? Because of the raccoons. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. <laughs> they be in a garbage, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't care either. All the animals around here, they just like get out of my way. Yeah, it was whenever we first moved here. I went to go take out the trash, and uh, 
for some reason one of the dumpster lids uh, doesn't close. It's just always open. Uh-huh. And uh, I threw the... I mean, I'm okay with that as well because... Uh-huh. I put a garbage in there and a bird flew out the back and then I went running. I was like, oh my God, I can't, I didn't got time to be opening this thing. It's too much time. I need to be throw and run. Uh-huh. I threw the, threw the bag in there and then like some eyes were looking at me after I threw the bag, like the raccoon was in there and I didn't know. I was like, oh no, there's something in there. It's really scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be at nighttime, they'd be crawling all over. It'd be three, four, five raccoons in uh-huh. the garbage. Yeah. Uh, that's why in Portland, they, they lock down the garbage cans. Mm-hmm. Like the big dumpsters, they have locks on them. And then the owners has the key to the lock and they open them right. to throw out garbage. Also, so people don't throw their trash out. That's a big part of it, too, and especially in Portland, because you right. got those purple trash purple bags, bags that people yeah. got to pay for. But if they did it here, they'd be able to stop some of the animals dragging stuff out of the garbage can and making right. a mess. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter if you got maintenance. That's right. Get over there and handle what the raccoons did. Yeah. <laughs> Clean up the mess over there. Yeah. Dumpster four. Mm-hmm. All right. You good? Sure. All right. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also check us out on YouTube and every other streaming platform. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.